Hello! Yeah! <laughs> Kevin's ready. I was going to flip the table. And welcome to the What the What podcast, where we will one day flip the table. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Too heavy. I mean... We talked about this last week. We're going to end up flipping a table at some point. We are. Um, we're going to cause, you know, dozens and dozens of dollars in damages, I'm sure. Um, wow. Are you having a good time if you aren't damaging things? I mean, we kind of have to have a good time if we're not damaging things. Otherwise, we get arrested. So. Mm. See, Kevin's excited. Said, oh, yeah, brother. Oh, no. He's excited for a good table no, flip. No, don't Rachel's listen. watching. Yeah. Rachel would call that amazing. We were able to flip some tables. We were able to flip some tables. I offered, you know, we're going to end up flipping a table at some point. We're going to film it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one will get hurt or injured in the process. I, mean, it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's worth getting injured. No. Not intentionally. But no. if it happens, no, no. do no. it funny. No, no. I disagree. I don't know. I've, I've done I disagree, sir. where I've gotten hurt and it was really funny. No, no. So we'll, no. we'll do that. No, don't hit me with a chair. It says hit Eric with oh. chair. We'll do that no. when we do the table. Don't do that I at all. I thought that said, hi, Eric, with chair. And I'm just like, okay, what is that secret teacher language there? Yes, we have our own language. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, welcome, folks. We are live on the podcast now. We are live on the Facebook, live on well, the YouTube. We're recorded well, on the YouTube. It's not right going to be live on the YouTubes, but um, we'll it, get it there. It's live on the Facebooks. So mm-hmm. uh, we are here uh, at uh, the studio recording uh, facility here on Jay Howell Road, mm-hmm. and uh, we are super excited to be bringing this episode to you today. Yes. Um, how's your week been going? I've been, you and Kevin uh, Savigny have been walking a lot and yes. posting it. Yes. So it's encouraged me, or Erica's also had started walking with Grizzy in the field behind her house, because she's doing the whole couch to 5K thing. So I took it upon myself to try to, to do better as well. So I've been walking uh couple miles every day good doing it at work so that way i don't have to go home and do something else <laughs> instead i'm just getting it done at work gotcha so i had a uh the, it's the app you guys use the um map my walk yes yes map my walk that's what i was using mm-hmm. and then like i walked all this long time in the warehouse and came back up and it was like point two so uh, somewhat of a mile i was like okay a quarter of a mile like i get that so I went back again this morning because yesterday I did a mile. I, I kept going back and doing it roughly about the same. This morning I went and I was like, I'm going to stay back here in the back and walk some extra amounts and then come back up. Right. And I got back up and it was .09 of a mile. And so I realized by looking at the map that once I got into the warehouse, the GPS loses me and doesn't track me anywhere in the <laughs> warehouse. So I've been doing so all this all walking. All that walking for, for, no, for well, no recognition. For, for my health. But, it didn't. but, but you were not able to... It properly track it. It was not showing me how far. Wow. So I decided to download this other app today mm-hmm. that uh, it's like a pedometer pretty much, but it does measure your steps and your distance. So uh, I hear Kevin Savigny takes like 10,000 steps a day or something yep. like that. 10,000 steps, one for every reason. Yes. You know. Yes. So Erica's in a, a battle with him. She said that she'll never beat Kevin, but at least she feels good for doing pretty well. He yes. keeps her at least trying. But uh, so I did that today. And I realized instead of like 0.09 of a mile or 0.2 of a mile, it's actually about half a mile by the time yeah. I walk around the warehouse one good time. So I did that. Michael downloaded the uh, Map My Run app. Uh-huh. Yes, that uh, also exists. So whenever I was leaving today, he was in the parking lot, walking in the parking lot. Uh-huh. 
So technically he was walking. So he should have downloaded the Matt My Walk app because Matt My runs for runners. But, you know, he's a fit guy. He is so a fit I guy. I feel like if he would have Matt My Walk, it wouldn't have been as good for him just because he's, he's hardcore. Yeah. Yes, he He's is. got muscles if, like giant. Well, you're almost. not hardcore unless, unless you, live, you hardcore. live hardcore. So so I was excited. I'm glad for him. I've been, I've been doing that. You guys keep posting that you're walking. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lose any weight if I'm not trying. So that's true. I got out there, started walking. So we'll see what happens. Well, I am. Um, the only reason I'm posting it is to hopefully encourage others to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not someone who really needs or wants all the attention. Um, but I got a message earlier this week saying, hey, you've inspired me. I downloaded that app mm-hmm. and now I'm walking too. Yeah. So, I mean, I like, and I okay, saw today, that, I feel like cool. you're about to get a walking group. You know what? In I'm, your neighborhood. I'm down for a walking group. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want the walking group. Okay. We can be called the walking group. I it hope it could be a spinoff of the walking dead. I hope you guys do it, but you've got to get windbreakers. Like yes. 90s, like 90s wind style suits. wind suits. Super bright colors. Yep. We can each have our own color. Yes, and you can have like we, your name embroidered on the back. Yes, we, we got to get we got to get this happening. You got to get know. a team name first, yeah, though. We, well, that's cool. Get that on there as well, like team name, and then have like yeah. Creech on the back. That's right. I think you should do that. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome times, though. Um, How about you? How's how's your week been? It's not been bad. It's not been bad. Um, it's been you know pretty decent week. Um, you know, just another week in remote learning paradise. Um, you know, uh, today the weather was awful, and uh, so I was stuck in the house all morning and. Um, which was good. I had some work to do, which was, um, you know, got to do that. But I'm, again, not a fan of sitting behind the computer to it, do work. It would have been hard for me to get out of bed this morning. It was It was tough. hard for me in general. Really but knowing tough. that, like, I was still at my house, didn't have to, like, drive to work, it would have been really hard to get out it of bed. It was really, really tough this morning. and uh, But we, we made it happen. Um, finally, the rain parted, and I was able to get some, uh, some walking in this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a headache. Still have a little bit of a headache. So we're doing this, you know, um, kind of under the uh, under not no, I wouldn't say under the weather because again I don't have COVID nineteen. I hope you know, not. People say you know when you hear COVID you know or people are under the weather you're thinking oh do they have the coronavirus? No, I don't have the coronavirus. Okay. Um, I just, hope not. Well, I hope not either. But I'm pretty sure I don't. So, but here's the thing, and we, me and you and Ricky have talked about this. If any one of us has had it, we all would have had it at, at this point because true. I mean this is before all this mess started. We saw each other two, three, four times a week. Um, so, I mean, chances are if one of us had the, all three of us had it. That's so, true. That's um, very true. It's one of the reasons we're still getting together to record this podcast because we're like, well, we're probably immune to each other at this point. On the Facebook Live, Kevin Strickland says the Stricklands will join your team, Eric. You know what? You know, it's not my team. It's our team. It's the neighborhood team. Come join. We'll make it happen. So I'm trying um, to think of like a cool name for you guys. Well, you think about it. Um, do you check our um, our podcast email at all? I forgot we have one, to be honest. We <laughs> Add it to your Gmail on your app. We have an email from a new listener. From where? I don't know. His name's Thomas Meehan. He says, hi. This is great. I'm a new listener. He's enjoying the podcast. He wants us to keep up the great work. He wants to know if we take suggestions. And if so, he wants For us sure. to, to take a look. So here, This is the he, first time. We'll gladly take it. Here, here are some suggestions, and we'll see. Uh, we can see if there's anything that we might know about. Uh, Dr. Who. Mm-hmm. Pokemon, mm-hmm. Disney Channel original movies. This That'd is, be really good. This is That's down your wheelhouse. alley. This is I'll your be, wheelhouse. I would be. I would, uh, I would be a that. third wheel here. Nickelodeon. I'd be great at that. Cartoon Network. I'd be okay at that. Uh, anime. I would not be great at that. I, I've watched the entire series of Initial D, so we could talk about Initial D. Dragon Ball Z. 
I remember the beginning of the Dragon Ball Z. It right. was on whenever I was younger. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the Saturday morning cartoons of it, but I feel like it took leaps and bounds beyond whatever yeah. I watched. Uh, Digimon? See, I was more of a Pokemon guy. Yeah. I didn't like Yu-Gi-Oh! That was towards the end of like, you know. I, know I didn't get into it. My I didn't really did. get into it either. I know they did the cards and stuff, the heart of the cards. And, mm-hmm. the, um, and then I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. Studio... Go ahead and try. Ghibli? That's a good way. Okay. Um, the Savignis are like anime type people. They yeah, should be able to maybe, tell us about maybe. these things. Not, um, not say that's anime, but like they would know. But uh, Thomas, thank you for, uh, for emailing sure, us. We appreciate it. Um, Sorry I didn't check your email. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I get it. So I mean, well, As long as you get it, yeah. you take care of we that. We also have another email. Um, have you ever heard of a company called FNX? I don't know anything about it, but they want to know if we, uh, if we would want to collaborate with them. Uh, something we probably need to talk about off air, but I think it's kind of cool. Hey. You know, uh, we're we're getting emails at our email address, what the what media at gmail dot com. I mean, I get emails all the time, but so, usually they're just trash. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. You know, we're we're getting the social media shout outs every now and then. It finally blew up. I was wondering if we were going to get any comments on today's topic. We did, and we ended up getting. Quite a few, if I'm not mistaken. Because we went with your idea last week of posting it, it out on, on Wednesday, Wednesday to give people Wednesday and Thursday to comment. Right. So in addition to Wednesday, I also took Thursday and threw a little bit more out there. Yes. So we actually did okay. So we, had, you guys commented. You had plenty of time. I had discussions with people at work today. We'll get a little into that a little bit more later. Right. Because uh, I don't want to spoil it. Well, you know, we're, we're going to get into uh, today's episode. We're thanking you for joining us uh, for today's What the What podcast episode. Um, if, well, I'm waiting for my uh, iPad to, you know, boot What's up that here. password again? Let the world know. Um, I don't know. Oh. Um, we are excited to talk about today's, yes. um, today's topic, which is The Office Season 1, which came out. 15 years ago, this uh, it was actually back in March, I believe. It's crazy. Um, so it's uh, about 15 years old. So I was about to graduate when this came out. Yes. Um, I was in college when this came out. And um, before we get into the episode, okay. we want to ask everyone who's watching here on Facebook Live, uh, those of you watching on YouTube, all two of you, those of you listening to the podcast, that's me and Kyle, um, please subscribe to this podcast. We are on all major podcasting platforms. Name, name a ma- major podcasting platform. Podbean. We are on Podbean. That's who, who we're hosted through. iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio. Pod, was it Addict? Podcast Addict. We're yep. on them. On Kevin that. listens to. Uh, we're also on like Apple. How about Stitcher? We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. I listen to us on Apple. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, we're on Apple. Unless I do it on Podbean at work. Yeah, yeah, we're on Apple. We're on all the major. Um, yes, I listen to major us. podcast platforms. So uh, make sure uh, we're also on YouTube. Yeah, uh, we're working on this. We have a new camera in the studio today. Yep, new camera. I do know, you know, if you've looked at some of our YouTube's before, some of it honestly is not great because mm-hmm. the film's not bad, but volume wise, we lose that. Yes, and plus there's kind of an echo in here. Yeah, a little so bit. One day we're gonna get that room built at your house. With all the cool stuff, so we're not going to have a zoomed-up shot of just us. We're going to have a shelves behind us with toys on it and mm-hmm. movies and posters and all sorts of things. Folks, if you would like to send in items to have, I guess as gifts, because I don't know if we can guarantee you get them back or not, but to be put on the shelves behind us that we are building at Eric's house. Yes. 
Brandon Lumen listens to us on Spotify. Thank nice. you, Brandon. We appreciate it. How are you doing, buddy? Um, it's been a while since I've seen you because, you know, you live in Norway now. Um, but hope you're doing well. For um, sure. We, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Um, but if you want to subscribe to us on any of those major podcasting platforms or on YouTube, make sur- sure you that you search for us by typing in What the What Media, all, all one, one word. word, and please rate and review us. I bet you if we flip a table, we can get 100 followers or subscribers on YouTube. Go ahead. Well, not right now. Okay, good. <laughs> we um, got we to gotta jack it up a little bit, get excited. That's right. Maybe put somebody through a table. You know, that would be, you know what? We need to get our pastor, Devon. 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 Get the tables. He can go get the tables. You have to like look really stern and be like, Devon! Got to push him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the tables. And he'll come running. Well, probably he won't. He'll probably be like, what are you talking yeah, about? Why are you you pu- why are you pushing me? Mm-hmm. Keep your distance. They'll just deck you. Yes, probably. Um, we're also on uh, social media, Facebook and Instagram. You can find us again, What the What Media, all one word. And Twitter, WTW underscore media. People have asked, um, why why not What the What Media on Twitter? Well, they have a character limit. What the What Media is one character too long. Hmm. So if they ever extend how many characters you can make your username in twi- on Twitter... We will, we will go back to what the what media. But right now, it's WTW underscore media, um, which is the best we can do. Or you can just put what the what. What the what. D-A. No. no what the what? No, I can't do it. Okay. And if you like uh, this episode or any of the other 46 episodes that we are currently uh, sitting on right now, uh, please share this with a friend, and we will bring it up the next time that we record, which, as it stands, is every Thursday. Um, for right now. So, um, yeah. That yeah. Makes a lot of noise. Cool. Yeah. Today's like episode. Symbol. Today's episode, we are diving into The Office Season 1. For those of you who have not seen The Office Season 1, here is a spoiler warning we will be discussing. Give me some background noise. Keep going. Get loud. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I hate to know what that's going to sound like on the audio when, when Get we go excited. through this. Get excited. If We've been talking about this for months. What are you waiting on? Get excited. Look at you taking your time. Are you done? No. We got an hour or however long is this going to take. I'm excited for The Office. Greatest television show of all time. Fight me. If you haven't seen The Office Season 1, this is your spoiler warning. We will be discussing the first season of The Office and possibly other seasons beyond it. So if you haven't seen it, well, it's not on Netflix anymore. It Um, is. Is it? I watched it on Netflix yesterday. Oh. At work. Interesting. Well, go back and watch at least the first season, um, or all nine seasons. They're all there. They're all there, apparently. I thought they were being taken off to go, be surprise. added to the new, surprise, the new surprise. NBC streaming service, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's jump into the discussion before Kyle breaks this table. Um, the Office is, we are talking about the U.S. version of The Office, by the way. Uh, it's an American mockumentary sitcom. Um, for those of you who don't know what a mockumentary is, Kyle, tell the people what a mockumentary is. It's a fake documentary. 
So it's mocking. I really had did not study at all for that. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. So well, you know what? I wasn't I, expecting a, you to pound the table and kill our audio. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. Gotta for, be you got to be ready for anything. That's how you get big. You do random things that people don't expect, blow their eardrums out, and then they'll never forget you because you ruined their life. Yeah. So uh, this yes, a mockumentary. This American mockumentary sitcom television series that depicts the everyday lives of office employees in the Scranton. Pennsylvania branch of the fictional Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. It first aired on NBC. The first season started uh, March 24, 2005, and it lasted a total of nine seasons. It is an adaptation of the 2001 BBB, BBC series of the same name. And it was adapted for American television by a man named Greg Daniels, who was a veteran writer for Saturday Night Live, King of the Hill, and The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um like its British counterpart, it was filmed in a single camera setup without a studio audience, no laugh track, to simulate the look of an actual documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, it debuted on NBC as a mid-season replacement, and it aired 201 episodes over the course of its entire run. The British one only did 12 and a Christmas special, I yep, believe. That's correct. Six, six and then one. That's correct. So, yeah. Uh, the office originally featured Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, and B.J. Novak as the main cast. Um, but it expanded uh, to numerous changes over the years, adding in more and more main characters or uh, supporting casts, um, some of whom we'll probably talk about tonight. Yes. Um, the first season was only six episodes, and it was met with some mixed reviews. But I got to tell you, um, we'll talk about this when we get a little more deeper into the uh, the series. But there were two uh, episodes that really kind of sold me on this show to begin with. Um, so, anyway. Okay. Great. Um, it was a great show. The first season, six episodes. You had your pilot. You had five episodes following mm-hmm. that, kind of setting the groundwork for what was to come uh, in later seasons. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings on this show, Kyle? Well, first, I want to ask, when did you get into The Office? Uh, in the middle, what got you into it? In the middle of season two. Um, I was at a buddy's dorm room, and he's like, dude, i got to show you the funniest show. Mm -hmm. Okay, And he pulled out his laptop. He had bought the first season on iTunes. Okay. Okay. This is back when iTunes was a thing. Mm -hmm. All right? And, like, episodes were, like, three bucks or whatever the episodes Mm -hmm. were, you know. And he showed me Diversity Day, which was the second episode. Mm -hmm. And he showed me... Basketball, which was the fifth episode. And I was hooked. And immediately, like that, it was a Thursday. I went home and watched the episode that aired that night um, on NBC, mm-hmm. watched the rest of the season. And then when the DVD came out later that summer, I went and bought the first and sec- second um, season DVD, or I might have even got it as a birthday present, mm-hmm. um, and binged through it. And then by the time season three was ready to roll in September, I was there, ready for season three. So, yeah. Nice. So, what, uh, back to my question. Well, like, your I thoughts. Like, and I feel like it's important to, to talk about that, though, because it's one of those things that I feel like everybody, very rarely in life do you latch on to something as soon as it comes out on television. Right. And follow it through its entire path, at least. Um, I know you've done that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the most part, right? Yeah. So, you kind of latched on with that and followed through with it. Uh, there's been some other ones I've done. Uh, the Goldbergs is one, which I've watched every week as it's come out. But for The Office, I didn't. like. I remember being in college and stuff. I didn't watch a lot of TV, especially stuff like that. I would watch random things on TV, you know, or just sit down and whatever's on TV. 
But so the office came out in 2005. I got married in 2012, late 2012. So it had to have been late 2012 or early 2013 whenever I started finally watching the office. I was playing in a band at the time and they were always referencing two shows. Mm -hmm. They were either quoting the office or or talking about walking dead. Okay. And so I started watching both because I was like, well, I have this thing called a Roku now that I can watch things on Netflix. And so the walking dead was there and the office was there. Uh, So I started watching it then. And I want to say we finally finished up right about the time that the finale was on, like, was coming out. So around that, I may have even bought, like, the live version, or I don't know. I don't, either way, we caught it right about the time it was ending. Maybe it was a couple months behind it, so that whenever I got on Netflix and finished it. Uh, but I don't know. I love the show. As I said earlier, I definitely think it's it's my favorite television show that I've ever watched, especially a full you know series run of a show. Uh, in the world we live in now, it's easy to binge watch a lot of things. Right. So this was probably one of the first things I ever binge watched, especially because it was ending as we were finishing getting into it. Um, but there's other shows that we did it. But for me, too, it was fun to go back and watch because I hadn't seen anything in a similar way. You'd only seen episodes from season one mm-hmm. when you started. I didn't have an idea of anything. So going back now, if you've seen some other episodes and you go back to season one, you can see some inconsistencies where it's like, Okay, they were really trying to figure out their way here because yes. stuff's really kind of rough, or mm-hmm. you know, or even topics that are covered is a little bit different. And character development is still very much happening at this point. Uh, figuring out what you know, who's who, and what their characters really are, how to portray that character the best. Uh, but even going back now, like I said, I went and watched all for the most part all of season six, yes, or season one yesterday, six episodes. And for me, it still was very funny. Like I said, being in a a little bit older now, watch some of it. Some of it doesn't hold up as great. Like, not because it's, I don't know, just topics that are covered, I guess, and how things are handled. I remember, I guess, cringy is a word. Cringy is the best word. For how Michael Scott is portrayed a lot, at least in the yes. very beginning. And I, you know, I'll go ahead and say this. I mean, so like Diversity Day yes. back in 2005 or 2006 when I first saw it, yeah, I laughed my butt off. I go back and watch it now, and I'm just a little, yeah, little, you know, mortified at the fact that one, you know, okay, I thought that was super hilarious. And there's a little bit of, you know. Sure, but, there's some parts of it that are funny, but for the most but part. But now it's like, it now. you know, you look back, back through it knowing, you know, what you know now. And it's like, and what you should have known then. Sure. I guess it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was that's just offensive at this point. I mean, you know, I don't know. I can't believe they were playing that for laughs. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but that kind of goes along with the territory of what you're talking about. I mean, um you know, this show evolved over time, so. Sure. Um, well, the same way I was telling a co-worker about it today we were talking about it, and she never watched it. Uh, I think she was born in 1998, so she just never, never got into the office. Well, she was born in 98, and then this movie, this show came out when she was eight. I mean, well, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, like, she watched Friends, though. Like, she's seen all of Friends, so it's one of those things, so. She pulled out her phone and put her headphones in and started watching, like, the first episode today, mm-hmm. and started laughing at it, like, out loud, not realizing how loud she was laughing. So it's pretty right. funny. Uh, but for me, I really like the show. Uh, for me, too, I relate to it personally because I work in an office. Right. Uh, especially once I started this show, I was in an office setting. So as I'm watching this show, I remember going to work the next day and talking to Justin and being like, do you ever watch The Office? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I was in my mind, I was thinking, Jim is Michael Thompson. Yes, he is. He's a coworker of mine, a, a great friend that I grew up uh, knowing and love, you know, loving as a great friend. Uh, 
But as soon as I see Jim on TV, I'm like, that's Michael Thompson. Well, I'm talking to Justin upstairs at work the next day after first starting watching The Office. And he's like, yeah, I watched that show. And he's two seconds later, he looked at him and goes, Michael is Jim. <laughs> I was like, yes. And so I finally asked Michael about it. He had never seen the show at that point. Uh, I think he's going to watch it now and realize, you know, even today, he's like, I don't know. So we both have big noses, but that's about as much as I get out of it. Mm, but there's more to no, it. No, there's a lot more to it. Um, so The Office is, um, you know, like I said, it's a mockumentary. And in the uh, the first season, you have this documentary crew uh, arriving at the Scranton offices uh, of Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. There's several mm -hmm. branches throughout the Northeast uh, that we'll find out later in um, other episodes or in future seasons. And uh, they want to observe the employees and learn about modern management. We end up finding out um, that it was PBS mm -hmm. um, that ends up um, being the one to film this uh, documentary. And uh, the regional manager, Michael Scott, is trying to paint a happy picture in the face of a potential downsizing from corporate. That's one of the big storylines through the first season and through several of the mm -hmm. first couple seasons is the fear of employees being laid off. You know, the, you know, the paper. He wanted to be the best friend. He wanted to be, he, he didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. He, he was the boss, but he also wanted, he was really looking for acceptance. Well, he even friendship. says in an episode, first, I'm a friend or yep. a best friend. Yep. Second, I'm a boss. Yes. Um, so, uh, we, we meet several other employees, uh, in the office, Dwight Schrute, who is the mm -hmm. assistant, to, to the, the regional, regional manager. manager, not assistant regional manager. It's lower, as mm -hmm. Michael wants to note. Um, Jim Halpert, who is a, a pretty good salesman in the company, mm -hmm. um, who didn't really think he'd be at a paper company, but, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, Pam Beasley, who is the uh, receptionist. Uh, we meet Ryan Howard, uh, who is the temp. He's mm -hmm. there getting, you know. Who gets hired the day that they're talking about possibly having to downsize. Yes. He hires a temp. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there's several other uh, employees, but those are the five main cast members um, who appear in the credits. Mm -hmm. So, um, who is your best character? That's tough. Are we <laughs> still doing best character and MVP? Yeah, let's. I mean, because you okay. can have best character from this season and then MVP of the season. They can be different things. I will take it as best slash favorite. Okay, for me. So favorite, favorite character from this because season. Because I will say Jim, because for me, Jim is a person that I always related to in this series. And honestly, more than anything, I, re I latched on to the relationship of him and Pam. Mm -hmm. Just that hopeful, young love relationship of seeing someone you like, flirting with them, right? seeing them flirt back some. Uh, but I don't know. I just kind of related with Jim a whole lot. So for the entire series, I kind of latch on to him to see like what's happening next with Jim. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. All the rest of the cast are great. And honestly, one of my favorite that's not really mentioned as much is Kevin. Right. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of play in the first season, though. He doesn't. But uh, Casey Allen says he relates to Creed, which is I totally can see Creed, that as Creed's well. Creed's fantastic. Um, he's another one who doesn't get a lot of – I don't, don't think his first lines are until the second season. We'll talk about that. I was listening to a podcast this morning. Uh, hold on. Our camera stopped recording. I don't know. We may the have to. Maximum recording time has been reached. Let me lean and do That's this. interesting. So you go take care of that. Um, people who are listening, uh, he is literally going to. God gave me long arms for a reason. Okay. But yes. Uh, That's why we flipped the camera around. Sorry, we're going to change this a little bit, but there's another great podcast out there called The Office Ladies. Office Ladies, yes. Where it's Pam and Angela slash 
Jenna and Angela mm-hmm. that are from the office, and they go episode by episode talking about the office. Right. Today they discussed that Creed actually was not the the Halloween episode was not his first speaking line. Okay. Uh, in this episode, in uh, the healthcare episode, they Michael Scott's trying to figure out a way to surprise to get bring a great prize or something for the for the people. Yes. So he calls the, or goes and speaks. Or no, I guess he's on the phone with a mining company. Yes. He's like, I you know want to take my office staff to your amusement ride. And he's right. like, Well, it's just a mine shaft. It's a ride. mine shaft. <laughs> We're just going down. Uh, he said it's not really. He's like, well, you know, it's like a, a big giant drop, right? And he's like, well, no, it's like a really slow yeah. descent. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, was he like laser tag at the bottom, whatever? <laughs> he's like, no, it's just a mine shaft. Turns out that was Creed Bratton on the phone. Oh, uh, nice. that was him speaking. And also, there's one other moment in the very first pilot. If, or no, in uh, Diversity Day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a background person in a television show, and you're talking. You have to get paid more than if you're just you have to have a contract and get paid for that. Right. Versus if you're just standing around and making, you know, movements and stuff. You don't get paid for that. Well, you get paid, but not as much. Well, they had him and I don't know if it's Phyllis, but they had them banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. And they ended up using that. So they had to give him a contract. So they discussed that on the podcast today that technically he spoke twice before you ever see him in the Halloween episode directly talking to the camera. That's awesome. But yes. Look at you with the fun facts. It's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. So, you are correct, Casey. Yes. Sorry, I'm rooting Casey's live. Yeah. Casey Allen's we'll comment on the Facebook. Need to move this over here to the middle so you're not just leaning over. It's okay. Me, but whatever. It's okay. Nobody, everybody's fine with that. But yeah, he's my favorite. Kevin's my all time. Like, if I had to pick somebody of who I technically was out of us, I choose to be Kevin every mm-hmm. time because I'm, I'm not, I'm not gym material. Right. So I choose to be Kevin. How about you? Um, I guess favorite character for me would be Pam. I totally see that. You know, um, she's someone that I, I just, you know, she's easy to root for. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can tell that she's um, she's also not where she thought she'd be in life at mm-hmm. this point. Kind of, you know, kind of like Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, she's stuck in a dead end uh, engagement that is not progressing anywhere for three years. Um, for three years, um, and you know, she works with a buffoon for a boss, and you know, you just kind of you're rooting for her to just have the best day ever. So, well, going back and watching it. Yesterday, I realized I didn't realize how much Pam was involved, right? And in especially the first couple of episodes. Yes, but the first one, she's very involved. Like oh, anytime yeah. you're seeing Michael, you're seeing her for the most part. Because mm-hmm, I mean, she's walking around with him. So. Yes, yeah, so she constantly, like, even in like the conference room meetings, mm-hmm. she's very much involved in all these things. So I didn't realize how much she was involved. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I totally get that. Yeah. So that would be my favorite character for the season. How so. about? Let's give you a break of characters. How about favorite episode? That's tough. Um, I think it's still the basketball episode. Okay, good because um, I didn't choose that one. Because I mean, and for me, like the basketball episode, it, it's one of my favorites because it's one of the first ones. Um, but it just it's a it showcases a dynamic between the office and the warehouse mm-hmm. that you um, that you don't get to see um, you haven't gotten to see previously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, like two different worlds kind of colliding. Um, but not only that, you get to see the advancement of Jim and Pam and uh, Jim and Roy, who Roy is Pam's fiance. Um, you get to see that dynamic play out one-on-one, and they're both kind of vying for attention a little bit. Um, 
so yeah, for the first season, uh, basketball is my favorite episode. And just to make sure, we were talking about season one, one episode of, of, of the of the office. There's a lot of great episodes in the entire series that are better than anything the first season's put out. Mm-hmm. But uh, for just the first season, uh, basketball. The fun part for me too is I mentioned previously, like I work in an office, <laughs> but we also have a warehouse. So I automatically like think about these things where I was thinking just now of how do I get a basketball goal to the warehouse at work and challenge the warehouse workers? I'd get killed. Like I'm not in good shape, but I got at least Michael Thompson's there. He's All you've got to do is claim a flagrant personal intentional foul. That's true. And that'll stop the game. And as long as you're winning at that point, then you then win. I guess the warehouse is working the weekend <laughs> until I mean, they're not. Cause they're exactly uh, for me. My favorite is healthcare. That's a great choice for me. Especially like if I would have watched this when it first came out in 2005, I wouldn't have cared about this as much. Right. But watching it now as a, or especially then as a married person, mm-hmm. uh, as a person that was having to pay for healthcare for my wife at the time and not realizing how important healthcare was, I related to this much more when realizing he's trying to take away all your healthcare. Uh, but even beyond that, I think it's just funny for me. I realized too, and we'll talk about this a little bit later with all of the uh, like the shout outs. Yes, this this show in general isn't something that you necessarily ask somebody and be like, "What's your favorite part about the office?" You're not going to get responses no. about that. Instead, you're getting quotes. Yes, the office. Lots every, of quotes. Every episode for of this entire series has at least one quote, if not it's at least five a to ten. Very quotable series, and that's one of the reasons I like it. You know. We've talked about mm-hmm. um, before um, when we've talked about shows that we've liked. Um, I'm a big fan of shows that are quotable. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I love Community. It's one of the reasons I love the show Psych. The Office, Friends, they're all quotable. And they're not just quotable, but they're memorable um, quotes that you can just pull up at any point, um, you know, through any kind of conversation. Um, hit us with some of those quotes uh, from season one. I'm, well, I'm, what I brought up was instead of trying to explain a whole lot about the healthcare episode, I just brought some of the great quotes from that episode. Okay. Uh, so you got Dwight Schrute, who is the one that has been assigned to pick the new healthcare. Uh, he says, what did I do? I did my job. I slashed benefits to the bone. I saved this company money. Was I too harsh? Maybe. Maybe. I don't believe in coddling people. In the wild, there is no healthcare. In the wild, healthcare is, ow, I hurt my leg. I can't run. A lion eats me, and I'm dead. Well, I'm not dead. I'm a lion. You're dead. You're dead, <laughs> yes. So... That's one. Uh, Dwight Schrute also says, okay, first, let's go over some parameters. How many people can I fire? Michael Scott says, uh, none. You're picking a health care plan. <laughs> uh, Michael says, the most sacred thing I do is care and provide for my workers, my family. I give them money. I give them food. Not directly, but through the Just money. Through the money. I yes. heal them. Today, I am in charge of picking a great new health care plan, right? That's what it's all about. Does that make me their doctor? Um, uh, yes, yes, in a way, in a way. I, like a specialist. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jim says, right now, this is just a job. If I advance any higher in this company, then that would be my career. And, uh, well, if this were my career, I'd throw myself in front of a train. Yes. Well, spoiler alert, Jim. Um, uh, although it doesn't become his career 10 years later. Te- anyway, technically. Uh, Jim also says, wait, what are you writing? Don't write e- – well, let me par- let's get a little background – Dwight is giving all of the employees sheets of paper. They have to write down t- diseases or things that they have so that to try to cover the health care. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Jim <laughs> says, wait, what are you talking to Pam? 
says, what are you writing? Don't write Ebola or a mad cow disease, right? Because I'm suffering from both of them. And then Pam says, I'm inventing new diseases. Jim says, oh, great. <laughs> so, like, let's say that my teeth turn to liquid and then they drip down the back of my throat. What would you call that? I thought you said you were inventing diseases. That's spontaneous dental hydroplosion. Nice. <laughs> yes. So, and there's plenty more. There's another one. Uh, Here's a good one. Yeah, you go ahead. Cause I Dwight, know, don't you need health insurance? Don't need it. Perfect immunity. I can raise and lower my cholesterol at will. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to raise your cholesterol so I can lower, lower. it? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just how this whole thing goes forever. And I feel like that's one of the best things about it. Um, like I said, we'll talk some more about that when we get the, the shout outs. Awesome Dunder Mifflin hat here. I'm surprised you're not wearing it. I should have wore it. I don't know why I'm not. I brought it, though. Too many hats. Too many hats. Um, and Bob, you're wrong. This assistant to the regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. It's lower. Um, so, talking about quotes, okay? Mm -hmm. There's so many quotes in the first season. I'm gonna I'm gonna list some quotes from just the season in general, okay? okay? And if you uh, if you want to, I wrote if, a few more. If down. you know them, say them with me. Um, from the first episode, Michael talking about downsizing to the camera, you know, for his like his little um, confessional or whatever. Am I gonna tell them? No, I'm not gonna tell them. I don't see the point of that. As a doctor, you would not tell a patient if they had cancer. <laughs> Michael also finishes a line saying, "You're a gentleman and a, and a scholar. scholar." That's a quoted line that I've been told multiple times. And it in turns life. out he's talking to a woman yes. on the phone. Um, people that Michael's uh, Michael respects, people I respect, heroes of mine would be Bob Hope, mm -hmm. um, Abraham Lincoln, definitely Bono, uh, and probably God would be the fourth one. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday, and they were talking about how uh, Steve Carell ad-libbed that line, where they told yeah. they, the director of writers told Steve to go home and think up who does he think that Michael Scott's role models would be. And that's what he came back with. Yes. I just think all those people really uh, help the world in so many ways that it's, um, it's really beyond words. It's really incalculable. Yes. <laughs> um, the girl I was dating at the time, uh, we used to love this show, um, for I think her mom actually got me a laptop case that had like the Dunder Mifflin mm -hmm. logo on it. I think I still have it somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. I should have brought it. If we I should be it. using that. We should. You need your laptop in a case. Uh, it, go, it comes in my book bag. Um, but that was one of the um, one of the things that we really like to quote was it was incalculable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pam also says at some point, I don't think it's any little girl's dream to be a receptionist. That's <laughs> pr pretty true. Um, from the second episode, Diversity Today. Like I said, this is um this episode was is, is a little cringy now because Michael uses the N word, which it's bleeped out on the show. Um, he's imitating the Chris Rock routine. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's some still some great quotes here. Um, where Michael's um he wants to do his own um like diversity awareness thing because um you know that's what they're mm -hmm. trying to bring to light. So they're doing diversity today. Well, Michael Scott gets in front of the camera. It's like hi. I'm Michael Scott, regional manager of Dunder Mifflin Scranton. I'm also the founder of Diversity Tomorrow because today is almost over. And then the next <laughs> quote, he takes and you know puts his foot up on a chair. Abraham Lincoln once said, "If you're a racist, I will attack you with the North." <laughs> and those are the principles that I carry with me in the workplace. And that's all the video is. And it that's it. That's all. That's the he whole said, video. And he, he says, "I only had an hour to do this." So. <laughs> Uh, there's one more. Uh, Dwight says downsizing. I have no problem with that. I've been recommending downsizing since I first got here. I, I even brought, brought it up, up in my, my interview. interview. <laughs> so I don't know. It's great moments. Uh, I mean, if you want some more, there's, uh, there's some, more. some great quotes. Um, this is um, 
I'm not sure which episode this is from, but uh, Michael says, when I retire, I don't want to just disappear to an island somewhere. I want to be the guy who gives everything back. I want it, want it to be like, hey, who donated that hospital wing that's saving so many lives? Um, well, uh, I don't know. It was anonymous. Well, guess what? That was Michael Scott. But it was anonymous. How do you know? Because I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Michael's, again, this is not condoned, but his, I don't want to say racist, but I guess uninformed or bigoted views or whatever, can be on display in the basketball episode. Um, Oscar, who's of Hispanic descent um, or Mexican descent, uh, he, he uh, is offering to, you know, if Michael needs another player on the basketball mm-hmm. team against the warehouse, he says, I can play basketball if you need any help. And Michael's like, I will use your talents come baseball season, my friend, or if we box. <laughs> and then he picks Stanley because, you know, and he says Stanley, of course, because Stanley's, you know, he, he's African-American and, and Stanley, why, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, uh, and then it turns out Stanley can't play basketball, no, which is hilarious. Very well, anyway. Um, but yeah, some great quotes there. Um, we're gonna jump into the MVP. Yeah, who's your MVP? MVP of the season is Dwight Schrute. Okay, that's just my opinion. Um, I know Jim and Pam will probably get a lot of play here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael is still trying to fill out his role, mm-hmm. but uh, Dwight is the like he's the um antagonist. I mean, you know, he but he grows into someone that you. Like he's the perfect foil for Jim in some of these episodes, especially the Alliance episode, mm-hmm. where Dwight is trying to form an alliance to you know mm-hmm. to make sure they protect against downsizing. You know, something like Survivor, which we'll talk about in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's Dwight Schrute. I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, the the Hot Girl uh, episode, the the mm-hmm. season finale. Um, you know, him and Jim, Jim are kind of adversaries there, vying for the attention of Katie. Um, mm-hmm. Played by Amy Adams this before she got really big, by mm-hmm. the way, um, in, in the film industry. Um, Dwight and Jim kind of butt heads. I mean, Dwight is, you know, the, the, the Jim aspect, you know, Jim has two, maybe even three, like, um, main characteristics that are really important, especially in this first season his relationship with Pam, mm-hmm. um, his, you know, desire to not really be great at his job, but just, you know, slacker just enough to whatever. And that third aspect is the relationship he has with Dwight, mm-hmm. um, that antagonistic relationship. And I don't think Jim is as complete of a character if you don't have Dwight there. And for that reason, I think Dwight's the MVP. I'll go a different route just okay. so we can have a little bit more to talk about. Absolutely. I'll say Pam. Okay. Because I agree, without Pam or Dwight, Jim's character, he's not. it's not that he's not good anymore. But he loses all that stuff you love about Jim. If you don't have Pam and you don't have Dwight, you lose a lot of that for Jim. Uh, Dwight, especially as things continue to go on throughout the years, all the pranks, all the things, all the great things that are going to continue to happen, uh, there's tons of greatness there. We don't see it as much in the first season. Uh, But even, I'll say beyond that, you've got a little bit of relationship with her and Dwight, not much there, but that will grow as well. But also, Michael Scott, anytime you're seeing him, a lot of it's with Pam, as we previously discussed, but it's a lot of playback back and forth with Pam because even on the podcast today, they were talking about just how snarky, like, snarky, snarky's not really a snarky? word. Snarky? Snarky is a That's good the word you're looking That's for. That's a snarky. proper word. That's uh, a great word. But there's multiple times where he says things and not being a jerk, she just replies back and is like, no, you told me to put it in the special folder, which is a recycling bin. Yes. In the same way, like, there's multiple times, like, she just very calm, collected, and just like, no, you know, yeah. this isn't what you said. Or, 
I was actually in that meeting, Michael. They did say that there would be downsizing. Yes. As he's telling everyone there's no downsizing. Yes. You know, she's like the, you know, the, the fact check checker, mm-hmm. the, uh, she's, she's not going to lie for Michael Scott. No. Um, which is awesome. And, and the fact that she does it without fear of repercussion too, because I mean, which Michael is not necessarily that way, but I mean, if your boss tells you something or, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to look, you don't want to make your boss look bad in front of all the other employees. Cause some bosses have the ability to like, really like, take it out on you or, For sure. you know, there'll be some consequences because you defied them in public or whatever or in front of other workers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, she she's kind of brave. So I can see her being the MVP. So um, I'll, I'll, that's that's my vote. Okay. What's uh, next on our list? I believe here? it's fun facts Fun slash facts trivia. and trivia. Well, I'll go ahead and get started. Um, okay. We're doing th- uh, three apiece, six, mm-hmm. one for each episode of the se- uh, the first season. I actually did not come prepared with any fun facts. I didn't come prepared at all for this because it's just part of your heart. It's part of your life. I mean, this is well. That's it. But you know, I realized about you know ten minutes ago. Wait, we have fun facts, and I don't have any. So it's okay. But I do have a couple. Um, if you lose them, I wrote down seven. That's cool. Um, the opening credits mm-hmm. um, with, with with the great piano um, theme song. John Krasinski, who plays Jim, shot the footage of Scranton mm-hmm. um, for the opening credits. After he found out he was cast as Jim, he visited Scranton for research, and he interviewed employees at actual paper companies. To add on to that and not necessarily create a whole nother fact, but also the cast did pick that opening theme music. Uh, it says oh, nice. uh, the U.S. series creator Greg Daniels gave them four versions of the song and told them to vote for the winner. And so that was the one that was chosen. Oh, very cool. Very uh, cool. So we'll add that to yours. Uh, for me, let's see. And I've heard this in an interview with John Krasinski before, but when he auditioned, he accidentally told the executive producer that yes. he was worried that they were going to mess up the show since he liked the British version very much, or so much. He was, I guess, outside in uh, in the waiting room to go in for his audition, mm-hmm. and the guys asked him kind of like, you know, what was he expecting, who's also sitting out there with him. And he told him, like, I'm hoping that they don't really screw this up because it's a really good show. Well, then he gets into his audition, and that same guy is sitting at the table hosting his audition. Yes. So. Um, my next fun fact is not even one I found on um – online or whatever. It's just one that I know. Uh, B.J. Novak uh, plays the character Ryan Howard, the temp. Um, Ryan Howard was named for the then local um, minor league baseball player uh, who played for the Scranton um, Scranton um, Red Barons, I believe is the mm-hmm. uh, minor league team in Scranton, um, who was the Phillies affiliate. Um, the first baseman was named Ryan Howard. He ended up making the Phillies roster the next year. Nice. When the series started, and so just a huge coincidence, and that actually comes into play in season nine when Jim and Daryl interview the Ryan Howard. That's um, true for um, for uh, something with their sports marketing company. So uh, Ryan Howard, uh, the office character named after Ryan Howard, the baseball player, uh, who at the time was not as big of a deal as he would become just a year later. So. Uh, it turned out he was a very big deal in, in the majors. Uh, I, th- I believe that he um, they won a World Series with him at first base in 2007. So. Nice. Uh, another odd one is the temperature on the set had to be kept at a cold 64 degrees Fahrenheit. The reason for this, according to Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight, is because Steve Carell had very active sweat glands that could ruin a shot. So the entire cast had to suffer until the crew finally sprung for space heaters later on. I can relate to that. I can I relate have to sweaty that too. Pits sometimes. Yes, I mean, depending on how, um, you know, how hot it is. I mean, we could be sweating bullets in here. Um, 
the computers on set, mm-hmm. they really worked. They even had internet, which helped the cast feel like they were in a real-life office. So when they were supposed to be sitting at their computers doing work, they were actually you know, just kind of goofing off on the internet to give them something to do while they were shooting footage. To add on to that and to also give another shout-out once again to the Office Ladies podcast, they were talking about, especially for the pilot episode, that entire time of filming, they were required to get there like 30 minutes, like the first 30 minutes of being there. They just had to pretend that they were working. Right. So that they would have B-roll like footage to be put in other places. So for 30 minutes a day, they just literally sat there at their desks and pretend to be working. Uh, the same way I think like the highlight marker where she's like whiting out some stuff ends up making it into the, the intro or whatever that's where that came from. Uh, my last fact will be... This one, it says, on several episodes, a Homer Simpson doll can be seen on the set. Yes, he can. Uh, in the background, it says, Daniels, Greg Daniels, was a writer on The Simpsons, so he put a doll on the set to nod as his past. Also, to kind of blend in with that as well, the cast was told to bring in some of their personal items to put on their desks to give each one of them more character. Phyllis, for instance, had a feather boa as a nod to her past as a burlesque dancer, and Angela brought in a picture of her and her grandma in some like cheesy frame that her grandma had given her at some point. So they were put on the desk, not necessarily to reflect them as a person, but who they thought their character would be. Right. So, And it made me think about that today as I looked around at my desk, like all the random action figures and stuff I have on my desk, the coffee mugs, and each person like sets up their own area. Same way I'm sure like in your office oh, yeah. you have Absolutely. a lot of your Funko Pops are there. Mm. Or you did. You may have taken them home. They're, New Day used to live They're at there. home. Yeah, New Day was at, at work. Um, I had a couple of you know like little inspirational plaques that I've been given over the years. Mm. Um, some good stuff. So, yeah. Is that it? Was that six? That was six. I did three. You did three, man. So Great. That's um, how math works. Folks. That's how three and three is six. That's how the no math matter works. No matter how you spin it. Same. Um, any uh, last thoughts on this series? I think it's a great show. It's one of those things, too, I feel like when watching it, you may be like, all I'm going to tell you is to go watch it. Right. For me, sitting here trying to tell you about it, it's hard because, like I said, it's a very quotable thing that once you watch it, you love Every all these things you laugh your head off, but it's not easy to just to be like, oh, it's this great, lovable show as a documentary. You should go watch. Like, it is. Go watch it. But right. at the same time, it's something you kind of have to experience. Uh, for me too, I'll I'll say because I don't know when the next time will be that we cover an office episode. But for me, it reminded me a lot, especially by the time you got to the finale. It reminded me of Mash, the t- the TV show that, like, you know, maybe our parents or grandparents were watching mm-hmm. a whole series through, where you had this big emotional finale. For me, that was my Mash episode. It was, this is my Mash series where I watched an entire thing, got very invested, and had a very emotional finale. Right. Uh, so I know we're skipping nine seasons ahead by me saying that, but for me, it's just one of those things that. Not many shows have I ever watched, and it really like affected my life in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. But it's just something I attached myself to. A lot. Uh, as I'm saying all this, I'm trying to scroll through and get. Oh yeah, we got to do our social media shout outs. I almost skipped right ahead to the end. Sorry, people. Um, this is what happens when I don't plan ahead and I don't have a script. I will say too, as I'm pulling this up, being in an office setting, it's something we've talked about before, and it got brought up today again. When you work in an office like that, or maybe just however wherever you do work, we automatically try to figure out who is who. So today we were joking about where Michael obviously is Jim, and then Roy Jr. is obviously Michael Scott. And then uh, Amanda Thompson is Pam. And then Whitley is Angela. Uh, she used to be Meredith because she had red hair. But now some other people don't work in our office anymore. So now she's Angela. So I don't know. For something for us, it's just something fun. Uh, 
you even commented on this, you know, you said, I'm not sure who I would be, which character you would be. Yeah. Uh, and I said you'd either be a Jim, a Daryl, or a Stanley. So it just depends on the day and the attitude of that day. You know when I said that? Five weeks ago. We were getting this thing set up wow. five weeks ago that we did a post. And you said you weren't sure you would I, be. I mean, and Jim, I don't. Daryl, Stanley. Uh, yeah, I can see. I feel like when you have different moods sometimes, you can yeah. be different people. I could be Grumpy Stanley. I could be Daryl, who's chill. And I could be mm-hmm. Jim, who's the. Um, the cool guy. The cool guy. I, I, I Sorry, I'm still waiting so. for these comments to roll up. So roll up. Try turning the internet off. No, yeah. it's it's here. I got okay. it now. Uh, we were talking today. We put a post out on social media about who do you think the MVP of season one of The Office is. Chris Rode commented said, "I think it was a tag team for Jim and Dwight, which obviously went along with what we said." Uh, Laurel, Laurel, Laura Daniels. Hashtag says, not Laurel. Not Laurel says, "I agree with Chris Rode. It's hard to pick between the two of them." They both were some really great moments. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trying to that's, find the comments. I that's copyrighted things, so, yeah. and such. Now let me go to my page because I know some of you guys commented on my own yesterday. Yes, they didn't comment on mine. It happens. Sometimes nobody comments. And the world just kind of well, crashes. Oh, wait, now I'm on live. Get off of there. Yep, I told you. It, it, it happens. It's easy. Let's see. Here we go. All right. Chris Rode commented again yesterday. We are just talking in general about The Office and what some of the favorite things were. He said, oh, man, this has to be one of my favorite seasons, though it was short. So many one-liners and awkwardness that is brought. I think my favorite episode is the healthcare episode when Dwight starts naming off the medical issues and asking them to explain their ailments. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a chance. I told Chris we might no one here, No season. one here has it. No, somebody, somebody does. Somebody does. <laughs> uh, Bobby Bryant says, Dwight being in charge of picking the health care plan was his favorite memory from season one. Uh, let's see. Chris, of course, quoted the whole thing that we quoted earlier about health care and saying, well, I'm the lion, you're dead. Um, Bobby Bryant, which I had forgotten about this part, says, Count Choculitis. Yes. Why did you write that, Jim? It's because you know I love Count Choculitis. Are you? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Bobby Brown also quoted the one that you quoted earlier, talking about, I don't need health insurance. I can raise and lower my cholesterol at will. Just to lower it. Uh, and then Chris quoted uh, Kevin's uh, disease that he has uh, <laughs> as well. And I think that about covers it. Uh, trying to do a quick scan real quick. We do appreciate you guys tuning in each week. Uh, you guys are always awesome of leading comments and letting us know what your favorite parts of or about these sorry i'm talking and doing things at the same time i'm not very good at that right right okay here we go laura daniels davis yes says i've been waiting for an office themed episode best show ever yeah. i've now you're wrong eric you're wrong yeah. <laughs> i have a lot of thoughts about this it's but a I'll good sh- show i'll try to keep it short maybe it took me a couple episodes to get into the first season i started in the middle of the series Healthcare and Diversity Day are my favorite episodes in the season, but my favorite moment in Ms. Dwight is trying out purses in the episode Hot Girl. <laughs> I cracked up every time. I really love it all, though. And after listening to the Office Lady podcast, I have a whole new love and appreciation for the show. Once again, I cannot recommend that podcast enough. Uh, the Office Ladies, it's just something that it's cool to see people that worked on something to be able to go behind the scenes and tell you about things. Right. And it's cool, too, because some things would go and try to explain every single episode as they're covering episodes. 
they're not just doing a big overhaul and saying, this is what it was about. Like, instead, they're giving you these behind-the-scenes moments or, look at here, did you see this little E.T. on Jim's desk wearing a blue jacket? And it's right. like, no, I didn't see that at all. Or just the random things like that. The stuff that how, if me and you are involved in things, how we know behind-the-scenes type things that yeah. we joke about. So, anyway, appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Uh, I, I recommend, if you've never seen The Office, go watch it. It's on Netflix. I'm sure it's available elsewhere, maybe. I don't know. But it's definitely worth your time. It's only like the episode's like 25 minutes or roughly somewhere in there. So recommend it. Go watch it. Stop hitting the table. It's fun. It has this nice little reverb. It does, and it sounds bad on the audio. It bothers Eric. It it doesn't bother me. Hear that, folks? This is how I get Eric to flip a table. Stop it now. Stop. Get Eric to flip a table. See, you don't listen to the audio. You just listen to the little YouTube. It's okay. But it sounds really bad on the audio. And that's, you know, that's where those little things are. Yeah. You I can mean, see the glitches. And it sounds awful. So, I mean, we're, we're driving away we're gonna get listeners because this, this is a podcast first. I mean, yeah, we do the video and we we're do gonna the Facebook. Get it. Eric's going to flip a table, folks. But no, I found out how to get on Eric's nerves. I'm going to flip you first. That's fine. Yeah. I, that's It makes so, great video. I'm fine so with that. Whatever. Um, what are we doing next week? We were, I don't know. We, we haven't talked about it. Um, I've, well, we've got the schedule. You keep up with that better um, than I do. Well, here are our options over the next three weeks. Um, and I'm... Let's see. I had it up. Um, we have Captain America, the first Avenger. We have the Fast and the Furious. We have Survivor Season 1. Um, pick one of those three. Because we're bringing guest, um, guest people to do two of those three. So let's not do those two. So you want to do Survivor Season 1? Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. Let's go with Fast and Furious. I'll try to see if I can get with Bob. Okay. All right. So we'll do Fast and Furious. We'll move Survivor Season 1. Uh, to the week after that, and then do Captain America after that? Sure. I mean, that gives me two weeks to find out something about Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Because I know nothing, folks. If you're tuning in at home, let join in, especially that day, because I don't know much about all about Survivor. Yeah, we're going to need some help on that. So, yeah. Or maybe I'll just bring popcorn and let Eric talk. Whatever. Either way, sorry, it's a habit. It's a bad habit. Everybody's <laughs> got something. Whatever. Uh, we appreciate... Keep going. Okay, we're going to have to figure that out. Uh, yeah. We appreciate you tuning in to the podcast today. Uh, again, follow us on social media, What the What Media, Facebook and Instagram, WTW underscore media on Twitter. And... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I think your table has broken our computer it's at not, this point. It's but excited. It, whatever. Um, we appreciate you joining in. Uh, we want to give a big shout-out to Ricky Lyles, who uh, helps uh, host our uh, podcast here in the studio. Uh, he is our producer, does a great job, um, helps us out with a lot of stuff. One day we will flip a table. He'll probably be the one who films it because, you know, we'll need someone to film that. Um, next week, talking about The Fast and the Furious, um, which is, I don't know. Did, did come Monica! I think we uh, were doing we were doing it this year because uh, Fast Nine was supposed to come out, but it's, it's been pushed back to you. But you know, still a great uh, sorry on the calendar. Uh, still, still a great uh, episode to talk about. Uh, we're gonna live our life uh, fast and furious, living our life a quarter mile at a time. So that'll be next week. So make sure you tune in for that. Until next time, stay at school as the other side of the pillow, and we will see you next week on the What the What podcast. Bye!